Welcome to Maison Mission. I'm Drake, and I'm really glad that you've tuned in with us today. Maison is a Greek word that means greater. Maison is all about creating greater spaces for people to hear and experience the good news of Jesus. House Church Homecoming is just a couple of weeks away on Sunday, September 11th. We are launching new small groups that will run from after Labor Day through Memorial Day. This is the best time to get plugged into a group. We've got a group in Jonesville, a Southwest Gainesville group, a Northwest Gainesville group, and also a group that will be meeting at FCC, right across from Santa Fe College. There is definitely a group for you here at Maison. There's a special QR code on the screen that will take you directly to the House Church sign-up form. Let us know what you're looking for or what group you want to join, and we'll get you connected. Next weekend is Labor Day weekend, and because of the holiday, we will not be having an online program. Get out and enjoy the day with your family or friends, and we will see you at the House Church Homecoming the following week on the 11th. All right, well, this week we are concluding our Summer Jam series, and I'm excited to hear from Maison's pastor, Kevin Brusher. Lady Gaga released her hit song, Million Reasons, in October of 2016. If you've ever listened to Lady Gaga, her voice, oh man, it is just amazing. And Million Reasons doesn't disappoint. You feel every word. The first time I heard Million Reasons, I was moved emotionally by her vocal performance. There's just something about those lyrics, especially in that chorus. I've got a hundred million reasons to walk away but baby, I just need one good one to stay. I know this is a love song, but there was something about that line that cut just a little bit deeper to me. I could relate to those words, and I knew many others that could as well. Only it wasn't because of a romantic relationship or a breakup or anything like that. It was because so many of us are wrestling with what to do with our own faith in Jesus. We don't feel like we fit in at church. We don't know how or if we should keep going when it feels like everything we thought we knew about Christianity is either on fire or crumbling to the ground around us. If you've been around Maison for more than five minutes, then you already know that our hope is to be a home for the spiritually homeless. Some of us have questioned our beliefs and our faith. Some of us have deconstructed our faith. Some of us are reconstructing our faith, but it's been a bumpy ride. The last few years haven't been easy. Between political culture wars, the pandemic, racial tensions, Christian nationalism, and more, it's hard to know where you can go anymore to find an honest and humble presentation of the gospel. And that's just the big stuff that all of us are dealing with. Inside the church, it's gotten even worse. Large-scale abuse scandals. I mean, just look at what's going on in the SBC right now, where for decades, sexual abusers were known about and protected by the institution instead of removed from their positions of leadership and held accountable. What about Hillsong Church and their nepotism, the pastors caught in scandals, and the too-big-to-fail pride that is almost prophetic? 
You know that old adage that says, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. Celebrity ministers like Ravi Zacharias and Mark Driscoll have had giant moral failures come to light. Churches have doubled down on their exclusion of LGBTQ plus people and have used the Bible to reject conversations and organizations that are about civil rights. It's like upside down. I won't even begin to try to unpack the negative backlash against women in recent years in the church. I mean, just Google Willow Creek and Bill Hybels and the scandal there where they intentionally targeted truth-telling women who uncovered the sinful behaviors of their senior pastor and then were literally blacklisted for it. I mean, I could go on and on about all the ways that the church has failed us. Just like Lady Gaga sings in her song. I've got a hundred million reasons to walk away. We shouldn't say that we're surprised though, right? The writing's been on the wall for a while. In 2019, the Barna Group, which does targeted research about Christianity and culture in the U.S., published a study that found that 64% of young adults with a Christian background had dropped out of church in their 20s. Some have left for good, but a few have returned. But what's more interesting is that those surveyed said that their time away from church, even if it didn't directly bring them back to church, helped them connect to their personal faith and beliefs more. Some of them said that they wanted to find a way to follow Jesus that connects with the world that they live in. They said that they felt like God is more at work outside the church than inside. And they want to be a part of that. And lastly, some said that they wanted to be a Christian without separating themselves from the world around them. Wherever they end up from here is still unknown, but it's very important to realize that the reasons people leave and the reasons they stay away have very little to do with Jesus and more to do with the hypocrisy that they want nothing to do with. When we look at the Gospels, there's a clear tension between Jesus and the religious leaders. You see, power consolidates. The law can easily be used as a tool to control the people. That's true today, and it was very true back then. Check out this exchange between Jesus, his disciples, and the crowd that was watching. The religious scholars and Pharisees are competent teachers in God's law. You won't go wrong in following their teachings on Moses, but be careful about following them. They talk a good line, but they don't live it. They don't take it into their hearts and live it out in their behavior. It's all spit and polished veneer. Instead of giving you God's law as food and drink by which you can banquet on God, they package it in bundles of rules, loading you down like pack animals. They seem to take pleasure in watching you stagger under these loads and wouldn't think of lifting a finger to help. (laughs) Their lives are perpetual fashion shows, embroidered prayer shawls one day and flowery prayers the next. They love to sit at the head of the table at church dinners, basking in the most prominent positions, preening in the radiance of public flattery, receiving honorary degrees and getting called doctor and reverend. Hmm. How many of you have ever ever had that experience at church where it feels like a secret club or a country club? 
<laughs> I know what that's like. Social gatekeepers in the church that flaunt their status symbols and titles or how many letters they have after their name. This happens in seminary a lot as well. I don't think most seminaries would like Jesus very much. All right, let's move on. Verse 8. Don't let people do that to you. Put you on a pedestal like that. You all have a single teacher and you all are classmates. Don't set people up as experts over your life, letting them tell you what to do. Save that authority for God. Let him tell you what to do. No one else should carry the title of father. You have only one father and he's in heaven. And don't let people maneuver you into taking charge of them. There's only one life leader for you and them, Christ. Do you want to stand out? Then step down. Be a servant. If you puff yourself up, you'll get the wind knocked out of you. But if you're content to simply be yourself, your life will count for plenty. There's so much stuff just in this passage, and I could read on because this chapter continues, and Jesus really gives the Pharisees and religious leaders a scathing rebuke. But let's look at what was just said here in this passage. Avoid getting wrapped up in status and notoriety. That's a tough one, because we want our popularity and our recognition to also be attached to our legacy. We want to make a difference and we think that being an influencer or making a huge impact through impressions is going to give us a sense of purpose that's going to last beyond our days. But the thing is, that's not God's purpose. It wasn't his purpose for Jesus, and it isn't his purpose for us. We're called to be humble. I know that that's a tough one to swallow. Another bit that stands out to me is that Jesus isn't telling people to follow the rules so that they can be used to oppress. He's setting a new standard, a new objective. Jesus is saying, follow me. There's this really triggering word that everyone likes to use these days. It's called deconstruction. But I want to zoom out on deconstruction. When I went through this process over a decade ago, it was just called questioning your faith. But if we zoom out even further than that, we can even read sections of scripture and follow the stories of the early church fathers, and we see that testing, questioning, and reforming our faith and beliefs are a natural part of the journey with Christ. When the institutional church pushes back against those who challenge the system and seek a more Christ-like church, they are being more like the Pharisees than they are being like Jesus. When Jesus captures the heart and imagination of people who want to really do the things that Jesus did and see the kingdom that Jesus tells us about, we start to see just how broken the church is. You know, looking back at that Barna data, it's so interesting to see that people aren't leaving Jesus. They're still very much compelled to follow Jesus. No, people are leaving because in many places, the church has lost the plot. That's why we're here. That's why Maison Mission exists. Jesus has still captivated our hearts, but we see that the church is broken and needs to be refocused, revived, restored. Nothing will change, though, if we don't recognize the things that have been broken by the church. Nothing will change if we don't hold people in power accountable for the things that they've done to keep God's children out of God's kingdom. 
we get to be a new kind of church that swings the doors open wide, that welcomes and includes and celebrates everyone while still challenging us to follow Jesus and be transformed by the Spirit of God. I believe that there's a better way to do church where we can truly find humility, serve each other, and bless each other. There's hope, there's encouragement, and there's life to be found in the good news of Jesus. And that is why the Maison mission exists. We wanna be hope dealers to the new post-pandemic world, Going back to that Lady Gaga song, I pray every week that Maison would be that one good reason to stay, one good reason to not give up hope, one good reason to keep going, to keep moving towards Jesus. You know, Jesus still believed in the church, and he knew that it was going to be made up of broken people trying to figure things out while loving God and neighbor. I hope that you're encouraged today. Question everything, but please don't, don't give up hope. Let's pray together. God, I thank you that, that you don't give up on us. You don't give up on your church. You don't give up on the hope that you give to us. Lord, I, I want us to be a church that focuses on that hope, that, that can see beyond the failings and, and the hurt and the abuses that are happening by powerful people and institutions that are trying to manipulate and coerce people by using your words against them. Lord, I want to be a place where people can go and find healing from those hurts, a place where people can come and find peace, where they can connect with your heart for us. Lord, that, that we can know that you truly are for us and with us. God, I pray that you would continue to grow us closer to your heart, that this, this, this small church movement would continue to grow and would continue to draw people closer to you. We pray all this in your name. Amen. If you're someone listening to this program and you found your way to Maison, and this might be your last stop on your way out of church town because you're so fed up with what you've seen, I want to encourage you. You don't have to be on that journey of questions alone. In a few weeks, we're starting up some new house church groups, and we'd like to get you to connected. So scan the QR code that's on your screen, fill out the form, and we will get you connected. Also, if you just want to drop me a note or an email, you can email me at kevin at maisonmission.com. Just let me know that you're here, and how can I be praying for you in this season? I'd be honored to do that for you. Mm-hmm.